millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Kotke Ride Home for Friday, September 4th, 2020. I'm Jackson Bird. New research indicates that Stonehenge may have been able to produce surround sound and was used to amplify rituals. The bizarre tradition of excessively huge homecoming mums in Texas, a Finnish town is bribing its residents with cake to make them more eco-friendly. And the surprisingly crowded market of squid-based guided meditations. Here are some of the cool things from the news today. New research published in the Journal of Archaeological Science indicates that Stonehenge may have been built to amplify sound. Acoustics engineers at the University of Salford in Manchester built a 1-12 scale model of Stonehenge that they called Mini-Hinge in order to recreate the sound properties as they would have been when the mysterious structure was built in 2500 BCE. They did so using laser scans of the site to replicate the exact dimensions and topography, adding extra stones where they are believed to have previously stood, and then 3D printing that model. Quoting Artnet, Researchers then tested the model, placing speakers and microphones in and around it while working at the university's Acoustics Research Center, which boasts a specialist acoustic chamber. To account for the difference in scale, all sounds were 12 times their normal frequency in the ultrasonic range. The study found that people who spoke or played music inside the monument would have heard clear reverberations against the massive standing stones. Testing on the model also suggests that the stones increased the volume on interior sound, kept exterior sound out, and made it hard for anyone outside the structure to hear what was going on. End quote. They found that the stones were capable of amplifying a human's voice by four decibels without echoing. And the fact that you could hear it amplified from within the outer circle, but not if you were standing outside of Stonehenge, led the researchers to hypothesize it was used for rituals in which only select individuals were allowed to attend. Previous studies have shown that Stonehenge hums when the wind is blowing particularly fiercely, and also indicated that some of the stones may have been used as percussion instruments during ceremonies. Despite these many auditory features, however, researchers do still believe that the primary determination of the placement of the stones was for astrological alignment. But this finding about its amplification is definitely a cool development in the ongoing mystery of the purpose of Stonehenge. And this kind of thing always makes me think about what people thousands of years from now might speculate we did with anything that still remains, you know, maybe like stadiums or in-ground pools. How off might their interpretations be? And how off may ours be of Stonehenge? Despite the many concerns about the spread of coronavirus, schools across the United States are opening for the fall and trying to make the experience as normal as possible for their students. 
For some schools, this might mean continuing with homecoming traditions, whether football games are allowed to continue or not. And one mom had an idea to make homecoming-themed masks for students to wear to spread a little cheer and school spirit during this trying time. The masks she designed are covered in glitter with ribbons, pom-poms, fake flowers, all in school colors. Link in the show notes to see these very showy masks. And if you think that these masks sound a little over-the-top or out-of-left-field, then you need to know about the phenomenon of homecoming mums in Texas. I grew up in Texas, so this is something I have personal experience with and something I didn't quite realize was unknown to the rest of the world until I left. So homecoming mums basically evolved from the corsage, specifically chrysanthemum corsages, which became popular as Texas homecoming corsages in the 70s and 80s, hence the mum part. They're exchanged by high school couples at homecoming, worn throughout the school day and at the game, although usually not to the formal dance if there is one. The mums these days are much larger than their chrysanthemum corsage ancestors. Girls get big mums that are pinned to their chests, while boys get smaller, though usually no less glitzy, versions that are worn around their arms as garters. And they're not real chrysanthemums anymore. Real chrysanthemums usually fell apart before the game was even over, so now they're made up of a main silk chrysanthemum piece with a cardboard backing that has all kinds of decorations added on top of it, like foam lettering with the couple's names or football numbers and graduating class year, sometimes stuffed animals and lots of little trinkets depicting hobbies and extracurricular activities, all very glittery, all in school colors, and hanging down from that main piece is several feet of ribbons, often with literal bells and whistles, specifically mini cowbells. And of course, again, in school colors with names and numbers pasted on in glittering letters. Mums can often be close to the same height as the young woman wearing them, the ribbons trailing down at her heels, and are sometimes so large and expansive that you can't even see her body behind them. The larger ones, weighing as much as 20 to 30 pounds, have to be worn around her neck on a lanyard rather than pinned to a shirt or dress. The Wall Street Journal might have explained mums the best, saying, quote, In Texas, you don't wear a corsage to homecoming. It wears you. Or Jezebel's take, quote, The mum is to the corsage, kind of as the Baz Luhrmann Romeo plus Juliet is to Shakespeare. And yes, there's a kind of implicit idea that the bigger your mum is, the more popular you are, or the more your boyfriend loves you, or at least the richer he is, because mums aren't particularly cheap. There's a whole cottage industry of moms who spend the better part of each year putting together mums and garters for students to buy before homecoming. At some schools, it's tied to the booster clubs, so at least the sports team's band or cheer team is getting money from it. A 2017 article in Racked wrote of Westlake High School in Texas, quote, The program is run through the PTO, and all their profits go straight back to the school. Students can choose between three different sizes, the single, one flower, the double, a flower on top of another flower, and the super size, which is one nine and a half inch flower. Once in its hat, the part where the flower sits, the super size comes to about 15 inches wide. The first two options, costing $50 and $90 respectively, are only somewhat customizable, but the supersize, $150, is totally personalized. The garters, aka the boy mums, cost $25 and are worn like an armband. 
If everyone bought the least expensive option, excluding the armband, that's $60,000 in revenue right there. End quote. The article also notes that the price range for a custom mum in the school district where I went to high school is anything from $50 to $800. Dang. But if you want to save some money, you can also make them yourself. If you walk into a craft store like Michael's in the early fall in Texas before encountering the barrage of Halloween decorations, you'll see a whole wall of mum-making supplies, divided by school colors of all the local schools in the area. You can buy the flower base with ribbons and any trinkets or lettering you want to put together yourself. And they don't just have to be a couple thing. Parents might buy them for a daughter, cheer squads and drill teams will make them for each other, and depending on your school's social situation, it's not necessarily verboten to make or buy one for yourself. And I also learned upon researching for today's show that since I left high school 12 years ago, some of them have started banning students from wearing the mums during classes because they're too distracting. Back in my day, teachers just gave up on teaching on any pep rally or game days. Everyone was too excited. What was the point? And in a very Gen Z move, several schools over the last few years have run campaigns to encourage each other not to buy mums and instead to donate the money they would have spent to various charities. And despite not coming from a Texan family, so not having grown up with this tradition and mostly being one of the cynical artsy kids who made fun of it, I did indulge in the mum thing one year of high school, and I do actually still have it in my possession, so I'll post a photo of that on Twitter, at JackIsNotABird, so you can see just what I'm talking about, although this one is comparatively pretty small. I highly recommend checking out the links in the show notes to see what mums really look like, because it is something. At FanDuel Casino, we know the only thing better than a win is a free win. That's why we made Reward Machine, the daily free-to-play game that gives you a chance to win up to $2,000 in casino bonus. We've given away over $50 million in free bonuses, and we're just getting started. Every day at 6 p.m., you get three chances to spin the Reward Machine reels. There are three ways to win. One, match any three symbols for an instant win. Two, collect symbols each day for a chance to win weekly prizes. Or three, win up to $2,000 if you collect three trophies. FanDuel has given away over $50 million to hundreds of thousands of people through Reward Machine. So what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Casino app by going to FanDuel.com slash PA3 and start playing Reward Machine today. That's FanDuel.com slash PA3. No purchase necessary. 21 plus and present in PA. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable casino only site credit that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. I think we're all pretty much aware by now that the real change that needs to happen to make a dent in the climate crisis is big structural change from governments and large businesses. Small individual actions aren't going to make a huge difference, but they still make a little bit of a difference and can help instill positive community-minded habits in all of us. I suppose that's what the Finnish town of Lati was thinking when they instituted a new program that tracks their residents' carbon emissions and rewards them with things like free cake, bus tickets, coffee, bike lights, and more. The tracking is done via an app called CityCap, and it is totally voluntary to download, hence why they have bribery intact. And the app tracks whether you're getting around town via car, bike, public transportation, or on foot, and rewards virtual money if you don't meet the quota the app sets for you. 
The project's research manager, Vila Usitalo, said that users can currently earn up to the equivalent of two euros a week, but that they plan on increasing that to 20 this fall. So far, 2,000 people have downloaded the app, and on average, 44% of the trips taken are considered sustainable. Though I imagine there's a bit of a confirmation bias there in the types of people who would be early adopters of this program. Latsi is home to 120,000 people, and Usitalo says that the average resident, quote, emits the equivalent of 21 kilograms of CO2 per week, end quote. The town is the EU's 2021 green capital, despite the fact that they admit to still having too big of a reliance on cars there. But they have a goal of reaching 50% sustainable transportation by 2030. And if they keep upping the rewards that residents can get for keeping their emissions low in the app, I think they have a strong shot of getting there. Never underestimate what someone might do for free cake. Mindfulness has been on the rise as a buzzword in recent years, but, you know, for good reason. Especially in 2020, we could all benefit from slowing down, taking a few minutes of quiet, and even meditating. Meditating has been proven to lower anxiety and increase cognition, and when combined with cognitive behavioral therapy, it can even treat some forms of depression. There are endless benefits to meditation, and thanks to its rising popularity, there are now countless non-religious, barely spiritual, guided meditations out there for people to choose from. And the latest? A series of ocean creature-based meditations from the Monterey Bay Aquarium Research Institute. Set to gentle music with an accompanying video of a deep-sea animal, marine scientist Susan Von Toon slowly walks you through some relaxation exercises and calmly shares facts about ocean life. The series, called Deep Relax Ocean, started last month with the Bloody Belly Comb Jelly, then moved on to Deep Sea Coral and Sponge Gardens, and the latest video is about the Vampire Squid. Here's a preview from that one. And as you gaze softly at this vampire squid, connect with its beauty, its slow movements, its ability to float freely in the deep sea. Earlier this year, towards the start of the pandemic in March, the Monterey Bay Aquarium itself, not the Research Institute, launched their own meditation series called Meditotion. I think it's supposed to be a play on words, like not meditation, meditotion. Kind of works. Anyways, they have a few more videos themed around things like morning or evening and expanded into locations like rocky shores, not just focusing on sea creatures, though they have those as well. So you can check them both out, links in the show notes, see which one you prefer. And incidentally, some friends of mine did a similar meditation project a few years back as a spin-off of their squid-based podcast, The Cephalopodcast. Hosted by a larger-than-life character named the Giant Squid Stravaganza, it was a narrative bordering on absurdist comedy podcast about a giant squid just trying to make his way in a difficult world filled with humans and pollution. In addition to the podcast and a music album with his band, the Giant Squid Stravaganza also released a seven-track relaxation tape featuring tons of soothing underwater sound effects and guided meditation exercises from the squid himself. It's available for streaming or download on Bandcamp, where you can also buy it on cassette. Because, yep, and that's the way it should be. 
So pick your favorite squid-based guided meditation and find a few minutes to relax this weekend. So the end of these episodes is quickly turning into Jack recommends a documentary time, but hey, I'm a documentary junkie. I've worked on them. I minored in it in college, and we're in a good season for great docs coming out. So today, a new doc called Feels Good Man just came out on Apple TV, but it's also available to rent on Prime, Vimeo, etc. It essentially follows the rise, fall, and attempted death or resurrection of Pepe the Frog from the perspective of his original creator, artist Matt Fury. And apart from the fact that it looks incredibly well done and has already won a bunch of awards, I'm excited about it because it looks like one of the few critically acclaimed pieces of media that actually acknowledges and understands internet culture and how that interplays with the political climate that we find ourselves in today. So if you're someone who's very plugged in online, I'm hopeful this will be kind of a validating film and probably still shed some insight you might not know. And if you're not, if you barely know who Pepe the Frog is or you only associate Pepe with the alt-right, then I highly recommend this film as one that might connect some dots. So again, Feels Good Man, out today. Link to the trailer and how to watch is in the show notes. But that is it for today. No new show on Monday, taking the day off for Labor Day. I hope you get to as well. I'm going to go chill out to some squid facts. I hope you have a good long weekend, and I will talk to you again on Tuesday. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.